Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Well, too wild and crazy guys. Everybody, happy Wednesday to you, May 26, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, all here on your Wednesday hump day, wacky edition of KRC. Roush, what's up, buddy? Uh, moving slow? No, slow is not the right word. Well, you moved fast to get in here and get in your seat in time. Justin was like, is Roush coming? We got 20 seconds. And then, you know, 10 seconds pass by, hear Boom. the door slam open. And wham, wham. And you were in your seat ready to go. No issues. Oh, so no issue. I, I we was won't actually, have to dock your pay. I was actually following you on the way in, but had to get coffee. Duke woke up at 5 a.m. with gas. So I woke up at 5 a.m. with gas. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny how that works it out. It is, yeah, and I'm yeah. 30 years older than he is. Did you cry Did you cry as much as he did, though? I, uh, I did a Pelotron instead to try to get the body all oh, moving. Oh, yeah, loosey-goosey? Feeling, feeling good. Good, but this, good. Uh, Duke and I can relate to being up early. Did he ever go back to bed? Oh, <laughs> you yeah. bet your sweet buddy didn't. <laughs> so Roush was up, I was up, baby Duke was up. Justin also said he thought he was going to be late today. Justin, what was up with you? I was guess? No, I was sleeping. I did not wake up at five. I woke up at like six thirty-five. A little little risky today. That's pretty awesome. Waking up at six thirty-five. That's my set goal. Like if I'm not at the house out of the house at six thirty-five, then I gotta make up some time somewhere. Actually, six thirty-five is like the safe. Well, my goal is to usually is like you're in trouble. My goal is to usually be out of the house by six thirty. So waking up at six thirty five was pretty ballsy. That like that's his time. Where like Trevor's bar was like, well, if I leave by six forty five. I'm okay. I've got plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of time is in Douglas will start the show. I'll be there yeah, at yeah. any time. Is, Which, is what that would speaking be. of time, I was a little disappointed when I, I was driving down the highway and I saw some clouds this morning because I believe in about ten minutes we're gonna have a lunar eclipse outside. But I don't think we can see it. Why can't we see it? Cloud? I think it's too cloudy wherever like I, I couldn't see the moon. I could see the oh, sun. If I see somebody on Twitter say they saw the lunar eclipse. That like it's happening right now. We'll we'll drop everything on this show and run outside. I think the time it. the time that Wave Three told me was seven sixteen. Now okay. Wave Three, if you lied to me, by God, that means war. Can you trust the media these days? I guess we'll find out in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Is this fake news or not? It's all coming down to this. Uh, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. We appreciate you tuning in. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. Our Salsaritas winner happened to be the Salsaritas winner from several weeks ago that I thought I'd lost their contact info. Wow. They'd sent it to that text message. like They'd sent it from their number. But I wasn't going to go through every text message and scroll up to see yeah. whose it was. And I had forgot to write, in it, to, to write it down. So, buddy, now I got your address again. We know who you are. And we're going well, to really be rolling in, the, rolling in the case. But I'm going to make up for the Salsaritas that we missed the first go around. He wow. lives in Louisville. Uh, he's got a 422-4022-3 zip code. So it's right by me. So wow. you're you're made in the shade, buddy. You're gonna be swimming in spicy salsaritas and wildly addictive chips. Man, he did it all by having to paint his house seventeen times. 
You've, you've earned your salsa readers, buddy. Oh yeah, I'll, when I I may have to like I may hand deliver the thing to you, uh, you know, to your mailbox. I obviously I'm not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna bother you by making you see me face Ooh, to no. face. You know what you should do? You should show up and sing a little jingle to him. Old oh. school sing, singing. Do the old Salsaritas fight song. Yeah. If you go, people don't know this that haven't been, but they have a fight song and they sing to you when you're checking out. It's great. It is great. It, it, it's like, vamos. Ch- uh, well, I, you get yeah. just, I don't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> it's a great but one. But it's kind of to the <laughs> tune of Texas's fight song. Now I'm pretty upset I didn't get the song. It's controversial. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the Eyes of Texas. The Eyes of Texas isn't their fight song, right? Or is it? I think that's Texas's. I thought that was just like their school song. song. Like, oh, we all like we, this song. We did have a school song at DeSales and a fight song. We, and, yeah. You know. We had like the alma mater song that you don't well, sing. You only, only time you ever hear it is graduation. I really? Like, well, yeah. Who, who's yeah. ever going to know this? Who, we just had one. Uh, there was one part of the song where you would it's say. It's called Texas Fight is their fight song. So I think. That's different than the Eyes, eyes of Texas. Eyes of Texas gotcha. are, are kind of like their unofficial. Maybe they're like my old Kentucky home. Except, you know, I don't, I don't know why it's problematic. I don't know why people Eyes hate my old Kentucky home either. Oh, I, yeah. well, because it used to have bad words in it. A bad word. Yeah, well, and and wasn't it like Stephen Foster w- was racist like forty years before he wrote that or something like that? Or like uh, his songs were played at um, what, what are those minstrel shows? So they're like, well, then this song can't be good then. Yeah, yeah, but that's what it supposedly is. my old Kentucky home was like a tip of a cap to it was like an abolitionist. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like you know that's that's exactly what yeah. it was. Um, you want to talk about a topic that'll get me fired up before Derby is start bringing up. We need to take my old Kentucky home out of it. That's so weird when Tim Sullivan was all of a sudden like, ah, oh, great, they're going to play this song again. I wish we'd get on with the times. It's a song. It's a, it's a song. Which, by the way, speaking of topics that get people fired up, TJ, we did it. <laughs> Woo, we did it. We're the best. We're number one. The roads are back open. Oh, that. I didn't know exactly what we, what we were getting to. <laughs> but we did do it. We did do it. Uh, that was, well, so, so what's Cherokee the exact, Park is not yet. So what's the open. exact plan? If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we talk things happening in Louisville, obviously this is a mostly UK show, but we talk about a little bit of everything for those that are relatively new to KRC. We'll, we'll have good local controversies too. Those that are not new to KRC. Sorry. What are y'all still doing here? I, th- I thought we would have <laughs> ran you off months ago, but, uh, we like to talk about local things going on and one was the parks in louisville they had closed them during the pandemic don't really know like i don't think cars was, can pass covid but i wasn't 100 sure it was to allow more, more space yeah so people yeah. could you uh, know walk in big in. groups and the, the, the fun like single file line debate very that you dumb got in very dumb was uh was just one like, of the dumber conversations huge, we've ever waste, had huge waste of time so we'll leave, it, we'll leave it that but they they closed down the roads to allow people more space to walk, and a lot of people liked it. And mm-hmm. I can understand why they like. I mean, more space—that's what you like about parks, space. So not having to worry about cars. I understand their side of things. So it got to a point where some people were like, "Why don't we just keep them close? Yeah, parks, pedestrians only. You walk through them. Don't have to worry about getting hit. Don't have to worry about drunk drivers. Don't have to worry about accidents. Why don't we just keep them close?" Understood their point of view. That's not very inclusive to other folks that can't walk or ride their bikes through the park or be pushed through the park. Uh, Some people like driving through them and just people watching, seeing the trees, looking at the beautiful scenery, whatever it may be. So it turned into this issue of people 
arguing whether or not to open up the parks. We got an answer yesterday. Yes. They did community outreach. They wanted people to weigh in. You could submit your thoughts and their surveys. And they did take their time to kind of study this and figure out what they wanted to do. And, Roush, you broke the news to me. And to be honest with you, I haven't even read an article on it. Mm-hmm. saw a few tweets about it. So can you tell me exactly what, so, what's going to happen in Iroquois and Cherokee Park? Iroquois Park is back to business as usual. It's back open all the way. And that happened immediately. They just moved the barricades. The roads were back open. And the thing with Iroquois, part of it, uh, of Rundell Road is technically what it's called. They had to keep a portion of it open anyway so people could get to the golf course. But now you can actually cut through and get to the other side of the park by driving through the park now. So that's back completely open. I think part of the reason why they did it too, TJ, is that the way they had it set up, there was going to be no parking once the amphitheater concerts get rolling again. Mm-hmm. And that's that's happening soon. So I, I think that was part of their motive. Uh, I also think, you know, the minority is always the loudest. and or Not, not all necessarily, but like the people who really wanted it back open. They're very vocal about it. And Cherokee Park, that's going to be back in June. But they're they're doing they're, they're having some construction in the meantime to try to put up more signage, stripage to make it a little bit safer. And I do feel like I mean I don't go through there as often. I do feel like it's a little bit tighter, Cherokee, a little bit. Um, I mean, the roads aren't as in good a shape, maybe. Whereas like Aircoy, it's two lanes, and then you've got a you know like a six to eight foot wide walking path. As well, like it's it's pretty wide going down that road. I feel like Cherokee a little bit tighter, and I think they're going to gussy I, it up some. I, I think the road conditions are mostly okay, I, but it is tighter. I do agree with that, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that maybe it's got a little bit more roadage than Cherokee, yeah, than yeah. Iroquois. Park, yeah, there's a lot me. more. Like well, there's, there's more roads too. And it's easy just to in get, general. It's very easy to get to to, to get lost in yeah, Cherokee before. Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still, still do, but it is a little bit tighter, and they should do that. This is good. This should be. This should make everybody happy. One, everybody's still going to be able to enjoy the parks. People should want that. Uh, not everybody can just go through a stroll, uh, walk, or run, or ride their bike. We got to think about everybody. It's also so, fun to like go on a sun. Like if I if I had a hot rod or a motorcycle, you bet your sweet buns that I'm taking a little stroll through. Park, oh yeah, you know, yeah, oh, it's yeah. great, great for. And I've drive. played golf at Cherokee, where like you know, my my stepdad used to go on like these motorcycle trips. I don't know if he was part of like a motorcycle club, but you Ooh. know, like motorcycles Hell's travel Angels? the country and stuff like that. He'd always do this trip, and he'd go through like Montana and Idaho and Wyoming and stuff like that. And I was like, oh man, send pictures. I bet it's awesome. It looked like the coolest freaking yeah. thing. You're just on your motorcycle. You're stopping probably in crappy little towns. But We're never going to be that cool ever. Never. No. Like our biggest thing that we'll do is like go on our buddy will ha- be on a second marriage and we'll get a bachelor party when we're 40 and we'll think yes that, we'll yeah. think that that's like the coolest yeah. thing that that we're gonna do that's what we had to look forward to but i've seen those mo- you know motorcycle groups that are probably just passing by louisville go through cherokee park and uh it's very noisy but they're motorcycles they, they should be able mm-hmm. to drive through the park if, if they want to so this seems like a good opportunity for cherokee and iroquois to make the park safer where you can more signage like you said make sure the yellow lines are a little bit brighter and uh, let's get back to business. seems like everything else is opening back up and, and getting back to normal. I don't see why the parks should be any different. Yeah, and like I said, I'm, I'm excited for the concerts to return to the amphitheater. Got, already got a, a date for August ready to roll. Already bought some tickets to, to one show, and uh, we're back. We're back. We're all the way back. And 
it was pretty fun. So last night, TJ, we had a um, they had a retirement party for a long time to sales teacher Terry Barney, saying so long after thirty five years. And O'Shea's was just a big to sales party. I mean, that place was packed with people, and it was a lot of the last night. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a lot of. Did you go? Yeah, yeah. Just tie one on. Uh, not necessarily, but you know, I've, I've you know, of course had some some cold ones. O'Shea, what O'Shea's downtown? Uh, no, Highlands, Highlands. So the South End goes to the Highlands. What's up with that? Well, O'Shea was a DeSales guy, so you know, oh. yeah, Tomo uh, was a big DeSales guy. O'Shea. Yeah, big DeSales guy back in the day, but it was it was a good little. Uh, oh, I haven't seen you. Like, I mean, I mean, one of the guys, as he said, it was his first time out in a year and a half. You know, so were you guys uh, out on the big patio? Yes, and in the back. We were, we were oh, in the back. Those were my brother's 30th birthday party. It's a little toasty back there, too. It can get hot. Yeah, yeah it can. A little steamy. But uh, it's a good setup the, back there. The best, so of course, it's great catching up with a lot of folks and you know doing some old stories, yada, yada. But man, one of the most enjoyable parts was me sitting there talking to somebody and saying, I know that guy. Where do I know that guy from? And he's in a suit, and I'm just like, what is it? What is it? Where is this guy doing? He's the referee. Bum, bum, bum. And it's like, I've got to go over and say something to this guy. The referee of what? He was the guy who, it was going into my, it wasn't my last game, but one of my last games at DeSales. Oh, my gosh. We're playing against uh, Bullities. They got a big guy, Corey Washburn, went on to Georgetown. But we were two of the bigger guys in the region. And I was just like, listen, if I'm pretty up front, then maybe they'll let us play some. Like, because, come on, this is – I don't. We don't need a uh, uh, an Anthony Davis versus who, who was it that got in foul trouble in the was it the Final Four national championship? But you know what I mean. You have one of these big showdown between bigs, and then you just sit the bench the whole time because the refs got to get in the way. So before the game, the captains meet the half court, and I said, "Hey, man, uh, you know we might get a little physical. Just let us play some." And this guy, a guy who is friends with a lot of folks at DeSales, first two times down the court. Just puts us both in foul trouble within two minutes of the game starting. And I've just held a grudge ever since, and I had to let him know. And I went up and introduced myself, and I was like, I got a bone to pick with you. And he said, hey, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets that a lot. He gets that a lot. But he's he's since moved on to the college ranks, probably just calling way too many charges at the Division One level. I do like the idea that, like, Justin, that the two players felt like they could just tell the ref how to do the, his job, right. and be like, "No, no, we're going to be, we're going to foul each other. Just let us foul each other." Yeah, this, like this. it's not going to be hard. We might just do some push. It was when they would call fouls when you would be on defense and you wouldn't use their hands to push, but you kind of might get and a little get shoulder you, into get you them with the little arm bar. Oh God, that. Normally, nuts. refs will give a little warning about that, like arm, get arms off, hands up. You know, it was like, nope, this is my territory now, and it's just like, ugh. You would go Do you chase think, down a ref from 12 years ago. You oh, think yeah. that would have went any different if you didn't say something pregame? Oh, probably. Yeah. It probably would have. He probably, he probably put it in his head and he was like, <laughs> screw this kid. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm guessing you all lost the game. No, no, we won. So you're still mad about a game that you won. Jeez. Let it go. Let it go, buddy. Let it go. Nope. Did you buy him a beer? Uh, he just got in drinks, so no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Did, did do a lot of the the like hey you, you know the thing I hadn't done that in so long where you go up to the bar and you start do the point and you're like hey beer beer like ah oh, felt good we're back <laughs> we really really are uh, all right well good stories to start by the way you couldn't see anything because of the the, the cloud seven sixteen is coming yeah. on and uh, you couldn't you couldn't see real anything. bummer. So, 
That is because that's like the we've had some of those events. I think in recent history, where like it's like, oh, there's going to be eclipse tonight at eleven twenty three p.m. And you're like, they're really going to go outside at eleven o'clock and look up? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, this would have been our chance. We could have. Damn clouds. Hey, big uh, big day yesterday in Louisville for me. Saw my first cicada. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Real big day. Yeah. Do you have a Burger King hat on? Uh, Lowe's Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. E- equally, I had to make two trips to Lowe's yesterday. Uh, wh- how'd you get a Lowe's Pro hat? Uh, golf scramble I was in. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh, great. It's a great... Which, by the way... Anytime I- there's a golf scramble and there's a hat as one of the door prizes, I'm grabbing the hat every time. <laughs> Even if it's just Lowe's, bro. Yep. I was in Linden, Terry. Great uh, service out there. Uh, yeah, you should have said, hey. Got my weed eater fixed in. I mean, I really just needed them to pop the top off. They did it in like two minutes. Didn't charge me anything. What? Service with a smile. That's great. That's, yeah. how, that's how we. Uh... I conquered the weed eater. So for those who listen to our Patreon, I did it. Machine went down. Have you used it? Yeah. I, I was just like, I got it fixed. I'm using this right away. Wow. Weed on a non Wednesday. Very impressive. Uh, that's good. Glad you enjoyed Linden. It's real an up and coming town here. I thought I figured out who our mayor was, and Ooh. sadly, they their Facebook like mayorship profile only has two likes. <laughs> <laughs> but but he won. I mean, he is the mayor, so that's exciting. So so he made his own separate page from his. Actual Facebook. I think he may live in my neighborhood because he comments on our little neighborhood Facebook page that's private and only like 150 people very frequently. So I guess he lives in. I guess the mayor lives in our neighborhood. Ooh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do some glad hat handing, and then take his job. Yeah, be like, hey, hey, uh, thanks for all the work you do, but I'm coming for you. I am coming for you. You have like an extra hard squeeze. Do the Trump pull in. (laughs) Well, actually, newsworthy, uh, close to Linden, not technically within the city or the town boundaries, if you will. We got an update on Top Golf. Have you seen it? It happened. Have you heard? What did, I, well, I, no, I had some. Top Golf is, is not built. No, I, but I had some. I had some uh, sources. What? That it was. I was under direct order not to share. It was oh, specifically said, "Do not share on Kentucky Roll Call." That's always the best sources, the ones you can't ever tell anything with. And they would always tell true? me after I was in, like in the paddock too, and it's like, "Well, I'm not going to remember anyway." But yeah, that's, that's true. So they said, "Don't bring it up on Kentucky Roll Call." Yes, but the uh, what, what did they? What did what? So what the, was this the, inside info? That the just inside came to you info and you, you held from our beautiful the, listeners that. Put up with us every day for just any little piece of news, and you're sitting on this. I was sitting on this for a long time, but it was really just like a week. But the the plans for Top Golf, like the uh, construction and all that, mm-hmm. been approved, and they had the public notice that you have to do like, hey, the flood plan and all this stuff is changing. So basically, I think they've they they they've cleared all of the hurdles to where they can. Not all of them, but most of them. Oh, that would have been nice to know when you found that out. Because uh, the article came out yesterday. I don't know what news site did it. WLKY. I don't Maybe know. WDRB. They do a lot of things. They got so many. Wave. Yeah. It was definitely one of them. <laughs> there, were, there were letters, and they had an update on Topgolf. And it was pretty much just what you said. It, except they had just said that they had turned the plans in. Uh, I, I don't know if they had gotten approval or whatever. But you're you're more along the lines that like everything is... Moving the, along the, as planned. The the next thing to do is just break dirt. Yeah. 
Okay, good. Pretty much. I mean, they, 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 that's ridiculous. I was reading the article 2018, dude, for a freaking Top Golf. 2018. Years. I mean, that's when a kid was born can now probably go to that. By the time it's built, we'll be able to go there and play Top Golf. That's crazy. It is crazy. Because you have people who are just so resistant to any sort of change whatsoever, even change for the better. Mm. Stubbornness. And then just American it, tradition, like it, any other. You know, not that we all didn't know this, but it is just like how lying to try to shape public opinion and also pressure. We don't want drunk drivers. The top golfs are too loud. They're too noisy. They're too bright. You're just wrong. Like you're just wrong about those things. That's not. Uh, it's not true. And uh, luckily, it didn't really stick. Uh, although they did fight for a long time, and I'm glad Top Golf didn't go to another location. There's a part of me that kind of just wishes in 2018 they would have said, "All right, screw you guys. Yeah, see ya. We'll yeah. go. Uh, we'll go to St. Matt's. We'll go to the South End. We'll go to Beachmont. Uh, we'll we'll go somewhere else." And there were some other spots they were looking at, supposedly. But it's a good spot. It'll help bring more business back to Oxmoor Mall, which is good for the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's just, we, we need it. It's a good spot. Right off 264. And uh, so it sounds like construction will start soon for the You'll be able golf. to see the lights from miles away coming into town. So yeah. just be drawing people in like... Uh, Moths to a bug zapper. Future Just, controversy. Zzz. Top golf lights ruin thunder over Louisville because they're too bright. Nobody's going to be able Is to see it, the fireworks. Right, from yeah. downtown. Exactly. Eight miles away. Uh, so that was embarrassing. I mean, there are there are dozens of towns, I think, that have two top golfs now, and Louisville. I love that too. Couldn't even get one of them. When they were arguing this, one of the disgruntled neighbors was talking about how awful their experience was in Huntsville, Alabama. Because of a Top Golf, yeah, Huntsville. Imagine what? That, wait, wait, imagine Louisville they got home be, and they were probably like, "It's Huntsville." My ass, we're getting a Top Golf. Not after that Huntsville experience. Gee, yeah, Huntsville. Come on. Oh well, it's going to be built better late than never, I suppose. Uh, we have a lot more sports to get to. We haven't yes. really even scratched the surface on that. We had a night of NBA games that I watched minimal to none of. And then there's some college news and, and UK and Batcats and stuff like that that uh, I'm more excited to get to. So we'll get to all of it. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roll. We'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Samuel E. Wright, the voice of Sebastian and the Little Mermaid, dead at 74. Rest in peace, Sebastian. Some sad news for you. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Deliver that very sadly. Just coming in hot out of a break. The voice of Sebastian, dead. And, you know, that's my defense mechanism. I just laugh whenever people die. It's oh, a no. well-established fact here on KRC. That's good news. Clearly. Yeah. Well, who was the, who was the last go, person? I hope we don't go first. Justin, right. you'll just go to our funeral and crack up, I suppose. That's better Be- than not coming at all. Who was the last person to die? I don't know. 
Oh, no that, way that, that I laughed at, and apparently, yeah, that started it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You did laugh at that, that one. Mm-hmm. Sebastian, probably the best character in The Little Mermaid. Agreed. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Nobody's going with the dad. No. Uh, Triton? King Trident? 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 Does, has Little Duke watched The Little Mermaid? Uh, I don't think so. Probably pretty scary for a one-year-old. Yeah, and kids can't really consume stuff till they're two. Their attention spans. They're, you know, kind of like goldfish right now. Oh, wow. Ten-second tall. Shots fired at uh, Little Duke. So, RIP to Samuel E. Wright, 74, uh, will be will be remembered fondly for, for all the roles that he had. Uh, text into the show, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Want to remind you about our friends at Genesis Diamonds. It's not a side business. It's the main business. Don't buy diamonds from a jeweler that doesn't specialize in diamonds. Their selection is going to be limited. Their prices are going to be too high. Anybody in the jewelry business will tell you those things. Get the value in the selection you deserve for what she deserves at Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to start? What do you want to talk about? I got a lot I can pick, but... Um, well, I found it interesting that a thousand people were surveyed and 570 think that Nick Mingione is not back in 2022 after the Batcats. Where was the survey at KSR? At Roush KSR on Twitter.com. Mm. Yeah. Uh, although most who responded with open-ended said, I wish you would have put the, do I think he's back? Yes. But do I want him back? No. Kind of the sentiment, real UK baseball fans are like, ah, this stinks. You had how many people in scoring position yesterday? 14 uh, yeah. left-stranded. I think they were two of two of four, 22 or something like that with it, runners on base. Like, it was just terrible. And I saw people be like, well, Mingione can't hit, you know, he can't drive in runs. Well, he can have better players that can. He can put Kentucky in a position where they're not the 11 seed playing at 930 local time in the SEC tournament against Florida, uh, they could be in a better position where if you do have a bad game in the SEC tournament and leave 30 men on base, that it's okay. You're still going to make the NCAA tournament, and you can afford to have that loss. So do we blame the players for all that? Okay, let's blame the players for all that. Who, who, Whose players are those? Oh, It's Nick Mangione. He's, yeah. he's absolutely got – Kentucky has got to move on past him. And – I have no doubt that next year would be his final year if things didn't go Kentucky's way. And I don't doubt that potentially Kentucky could bring him back and UK maybe sneak into the NCAA tournament next year. I don't think it'd be a super regional team, but I won't pretend to know a ton about UK baseball, let alone about SEC baseball. But they were competitive at times this year. They put themselves in some spots to win. They just came up short. And then it seems like when they got punched in the mouth, a lot of times – uh, the the next game, they'd kind of get blown out. Like, they'd give it all they got for one game, maybe come up a little bit short. Like, if they played another game today, I bet that they'd probably just get waxed yeah. because they, they fought hard, they had their well, chances, they didn't go down without a fight. Uh, Florida, I think, only had one earned run, if I'm not mistaken, maybe two. Yeah, but, yeah, there was two errors, three unearned runs. So, I mean, that's a tie ball game. And here's the and thing. And that one error, that, the Kentucky gets it to two to one, I think, in the fifth, and it comes in the bo- bottom of the fifth, and UK has a routine double play, which would have just been would have been everything. And 
easiest easiest double play you'll probably see, and it gets caught in the in the second baseman's glove, and they can't turn it. And then what, what do you know? Two innings later, he makes a Sports Center top ten play. It's just like what is going like the inconsistency, the well, coming up short, the disappointment, the the being in a game but not being able to get a win. I mean, a, a lot of close losses just scream to me coaching, right? It does, and you, I mean, maybe that's just like a dumb outsider baseball, yeah, yeah, take. But like that's what it comes off as when you are in these spots. It's like what 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 is stopping you from breaking through? And like I like I was saying. I think Kentucky could bring back Mingione and next season be better. I think that uh, maybe they could bring him back and it would just be the same. I, I I don't know. But regardless of how next season would go, nobody's going to care if Nick Mingione's the coach. They just won't. Now you could say, well, if they're really good, people will care. Yeah, at some point they would come around to it. But you'd have to really have a nice postseason payoff at least get to a super regional, I think, for fans to do. So then you're just wasting a year. You're all things considered, if you bring him back, you're just basically putting the baseball program on pause for a year. Everybody would know that it's most likely going to be a dead man walking. That's not going to help recruiting. It's not going to help ticket sales. It's not going to help. It's it, it's just not going to help. It's not going to be good for the program. Mitch Barnhart made a huge mistake by giving him this extension. And uh, I, it seems like a great dude. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, you're there to win and grow UK baseball. UK baseball should have as much momentum after that new stadium as and with the way as many prospects as there are in Kentucky. They should be recruiting at a super high level, and they should be winning at a better level. They're not doing either, so he's got to go. Mitch Barnhart's got to make this right and move in a different direction. So the – as as I kind of stated before, like a lot of people that tweeted at me when I when I threw that little poll out there uh, at Wildcat News, shout out. Uh, a lot of people were like, "Yeah, but the contract extension." Thing is, is with the transfer portal era, players can kind of force your hand. Oh, like if if a that, dozen that, if a dozen a- guys go into the portal and you just don't have any players, then and that's another thing you you really can kind of be like. Well, something's here. And we thought that was going to be the case with Matthew, Matthew Mitchell, and that was pre-transfer portal. And for what it's worth, I when all that happened, I, I thought to myself, like, I love Matthew Mitchell. I never thought that this would happen, but sometimes the players get to make these decisions. And Matthew Mitchell had a ton of goodwill, it, and they stuck by him, and it turned out to be okay. Yeah. But th- Are this you could suggesting up, we could see a transfer boom for UK baseball? I think so. Is this inside info or is this just you gut feeling? Because uh, you, once you said that, I was like, oh, man, you're right about that. And it was going to bring me to my point that people inside the program don't like him. Don't know why. I don't know if they think that he's, like, phony. I don't know if they think that all his motivational stuff isn't – he doesn't back it up. It's just, you know, actions speak louder than words situation. But people inside the program, this is not this is not like rumor or scuttlebutt. This is true. Players inside the program, a lot of them don't like the dude, well, or, or, was, or they don't love playing for him. There was that whole controversy that I mean, I, we might have talked about it a little bit. I think we touched on it, but where the and and a lot of it's just him taking back his promise, his word to this one kid who he said he was going to give him X amount of scholarship, and then he took that away, and that caused a huge riff among players. So I, I think there's a lack of trust there, and that's why. I, I don't think it goes back to that one issue. That's just an easy example to point to where I think there's there's more than one where 
the the foundation of the program. It's just not very sturdy, and so it could be easy. It's just not to fun. Un- yeah. It's not fun. It'd be easy to understand why guys would be wanting to get out of town. There there were more, and that first year was a blast, and there was reasons we all got excited and optimistic, and that that regional will will. I'll probably never forget. I mean, I don't remember exactly. It was a lot of fun. Who else Kentucky beat? But they beat NC State. I know that, and I know the game went super late and uh, started singing "Sweet Caroline." It was just the, uh. the crowd that was there was really, really rowdy, like to the point of just being loopy, and that's always makes for a good time. But I remember more fun seasons under Gary Henderson and obviously John Cohen. Like th- this is as bad as it's been as a UK baseball fan for me, and it's probably not even UK's worst team. It, I, I would almost guarantee you that it's not in in the stretch of those three coaches. I know Gary Henderson had a, a, I think a couple bad years, but it just there's no juice, there's no momentum, nobody's excited about it. Uh, and I think a lot of people say, I don't care about baseball. I don't care. I don't even want to hear you all talk about it this morning. I move on to something different. Nobody cares about baseball. That's honestly part of the issue. That yeah. is, that's another reason why Mitch Barnhart needs to make a change. Because you know what sucks? The summer sports blues. I, I'm, I'm shocked by the Red Sox. It's been fun watching them. Anytime they have a day game, I'll probably watch all nine innings of it. Night games, I'll tune in here and there, but I'll definitely read the next morning what they did, who played well, that sort of deal. That's nice. It, I don't care. It's May. I know that in a month the Red Sox could maybe be in fourth place in the AL East, let alone what they're going to be in, what, four months when the playoffs come around? Four freaking months more of baseball? So I get so bored in the summer because there's just not too much going on. It'd be nice if UK baseball could at least get us to, you know, like June and we be like, all right, we got two more months till football. That'd be nice. It'd be nice if they could do that. After basketball season ends, we could flip on over to baseball, have something to look forward to. It would be fun. I think UK's fan base would support a good baseball team. I think they need to allow alcoholic games because who wants to go sit for a four-hour college baseball game and not be able to have a beer? But I think it, there's it, there's no reason that it could it could grow and flourish in Louisville and not in Lexington. UK has more money. They have a better fan base, a bigger fan base. There's no reason that Louisville can do it and Kentucky can't. So Mitch, make it right. And I get it. You can't you can't just go make it happen, but you can try and. Keeping Mick, Mick, Mick Mingione is not trying. That's just that you're you're forfeiting another season of excitement of being able to build something. Uh, they the, you you and I were at the cliff when it was rocking. It was oh, fun, so much fun. People just I don't think have really experienced that uh, over the last few years. We need to get back to it, not to the cliff necessarily because that stadium's gone, but at the new stadium, make new memories, get better. Mitch has to do the right thing here, and I don't have confidence that he will. And uh, we'll see. Then I'll have some more takes if that happens. It'd be nice to to care, but I didn't even care to watch the game yesterday. I watched uh, I, I watched her listen back and forth between it and just stunk. Like it just stunk. Mm-hmm. Each time you just knew that Kentucky probably wasn't going to win, but every time they'd get multiple people on base, you'd say, "Well, it just takes a hit. Like it just takes one big hit, and we'll see what happens with it." And uh, I have no doubt, even if Kentucky would have found a way to drive in those runs, that they wouldn't have probably collapse later in the game it goes back to really that florida game that second that the game two that strike call absolutely bonkers and since then things went really far south his record is terrible the record in the sec is awful he's been to one NCAA tournament just uh, he's got to go got that was 2017 
18, 19, no season last year. Uh, I, a buddy of mine said, I thought that he was on the hot seat in 2020. What's going on? I was like, I think that he was, but the pandemic pushed everything to this year. And just because I mean, he, he was on the hot, just because he was on the hot team in 2020, does I think what would have happened is 2020 would have absolutely stunk if they had played that season. Yeah. I don't think he would have. I think they would have given him this year, and then he would have been gone. So, just know that 2020 would have stunk too. And let's just get back on the on the same path. Let's on the same schedule that we would have been, Mitch. But I know that Mitch and, and Nick Mangione are. Thickest thieves. They love each other. Uh, they're similar. They're friends. Their families hang out. All that stuff is good, fine, and dandy. I'm all right with that. I like that. That's probably a good thing to have a good relationship with your boss like that. But to be a good boss, and I think Mitch Barnard is, he's got to understand you got to put friendships aside and do what's best for your job as the athletic director of UK. And one, one athletics team needs more direction. That's the baseball team. It's true. Make it happen. That's that's my baseball thoughts. Batcats, if they're rocking and rolling, folks, we're gonna have so much fun with that. And uh, it's just you haven't even had hope that it could happen over the last few years. So, time to do something different. Hey, Roush, it's time for me to go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy and get better at golf. Or time for you to fly. No, no REO Speedwagon, but you could play REO Speedwagon if you like, if you just want to go over there, hang out, and hit some golf balls. Yeah, they always have rocking tunes over there. Yeah, the Bobby Cook he'll, he'll pass the aux cord, especially if you bring a crew over there and you want to play uh, play play some holes, and you run out for a couple hours, bring your own beers. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Real close to and very convenient to anywhere in the Kentuckiana area, right off exit four on I-65 in southern Indiana. Bobby Cook, a great time to hang out. Also a great place to, to fix your golf swing. Bobby is one of the best in the biz. He can figure out what's wrong, diagnose it, and get you back to bombing balls in no time. And the rates, the prices, folks, you can't you can't beat them. No, you can't. You really can't beat them uh, anywhere else. So go visit the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. You can secure your spot on the virtual course, the, one of the three virtual courses, by visiting... Virtual simulators. They've got thousands of courses. Yes, that's yes. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, at bobbycookgolfacademy.com. That's Cook with an E. Or by giving Bobby a call at 812-913-4415. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll maybe start the text line. I've got a few other things i got to hit on. But the good news is we got a whole other hour uh, when we... We got 15 minutes in a whole another hour, so we got a lot of time to get to. Keep the text coming, 502-414-1450. You're listening to KRC here in Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. I'm betting you like people, and I'm betting you love freak mode, and I'm betting you like girls to give love to girls and stroke your little ego. I bet you I'm guilty, your honor. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Now, young man, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, actually, Matt, I kind of want to be a writer. Well, la de frickin' da! <laughs> we got ourselves a writer here! Hey, Dad, I can't see real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Huh? Well, actually, Matt, uh, Ellen and I have encouraged Brian in his writing. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper! With Walker and Roush. From what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. 
classic. I remember growing up around our parents, probably be VHS tapes. It'd be like Best of SNL, and there'd be Best of SNL, oh, Chris Farley, Best of SNL, Adam oh, Sandler. Oh, they used to uh, like advertise those on TV. Yeah, yeah we yeah. we would watch them. It seems like it'd be mostly at like you know you always. I remember driving down to Destin for spring breaks. It'd be Happy Gilmore, Jaws, or Major Pain in the little car TV that we had, which was a joke. At the lake, though, it'd be like SNL skits because we'd be cousins and they'd be older and they'd love them. But even as like a kid, you wouldn't even understand fully what was going on, but you just hear everybody else laughing. You couldn't help but laugh. Just classic. SNL used to just be the the GOAT. The goat, what, and, that, and, it, and I mean, that's not like a today's. A, it hasn't been good for fifteen years, really. But it's been, uh, it's, you know, it, I, I still I, my bar's much lower. Don't get me wrong; yeah. there's still hilarious sketches. Right, right. It's just it was It seemed like it used to consistently be like a good show, start to finish, with the exception of maybe the musical act, because you know who cares? It's uh, there's you like always the there's always some bad ones. Which is hindsight. The really funny ones hit really hard. Yeah, and one of. One of the more underrated ones is uh, Will Ferrell and Rachel Dratch in the hot tub. And it's scrum lessons. And he's just like using all these fancy words to talk about what's going on underneath the water. Oh, Drew Barrymore can't can't keep it straight. Very funny stuff. <laughs> Very funny stuff. Oh, that's a great rejoin there from the big guy. We uh, we we appreciate it. Which, the by the way, uh, a big suck it to somebody from the state of Pennsylvania for winning the Mega Millions. Yeah. That's our money, and you took it, damn well, it. Well, also, Trevor didn't get a Mega Millions for Friday, so who's to say we couldn't have split if Trevor gets the Mega Millions? He did uh, Mega Millions Tuesday and, and then Powerball, Powerball the following day. He's just trying to bang them out. Hey, it, you know what? To do what you got to do to remember, whatever. But... Today, Powerball, forty million. Uh, I think it's pretty. No, it's yeah, it's getting up. To, it's getting up. I think like to three hundred million. It's pretty nice. Oh, Powerball real is real nice. Powerball is our our new ticket. I don't know whose day it is. Probably Dugan's. I can pull it up. I think it is. I think uh, it's is it birthday boys day. I think it is. Oh yeah, birthday boys week. So, Today's birthday. Well, last, no, last week, week was. Yeah, but we wish him a happy birthday on the air, Justin. I guess you just refused to. Hmm. Missed it. That must have been one of those non-listening moments. Which, by the way, no, this you 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 said you ran over a shovel in your car. Oh, that was the day I missed. Oh no, we didn't we didn't bring that up yeah, on air. By yeah, the way. we've got to bring this up. Yeah, you want to talk about your all-time <laughs> bad excuses for while Justin missed the show on Friday. He said he hit a shovel with his car and Just couldn't drive to were, work the next you were, day. You tied one on and you wanted to sleep. I, in. I did it's not tie one on. Tied one on and you wanted to sleep in. I can. Get well. He's working right now, but I was gonna say I can get my roommate on the phone. We can verify the story. I so, hit a show. Oh, so you've got a roommate to confirm your lie. That's cool. When, when you sweet. Yeah. When you yeah. and oh, I, told, I can get somebody uh, to lie for me as well. And oh, I told my. you this. They're called good I friends. told you this during text, TJ. If you have, if you're a lucky guy like me, it goes both ways. Unfortunately. I don't know what that means. You win the lottery, then you got to run over a shovel. You, Justin, people just don't go running over shel- shovels. I, I, and, I, and I understand that's not a normal thing. That's why I, I don't car, understand why you think it's an excuse. What changed? It's, it's what a change? lie with such crazy what, what, details. I can't that it's make. Gotta be, I literally got to be made up. I literally cannot make that up. I am not Trevor Kelsey. So when did your car start working again after this shovel incident? So I took it into the shop, like I told you all. Because it was making a funny noise after I hit it. it. You could take it into the shop and not the radio station. Hmm. Well, Hmm. no. So I actually dropped it off that night because the sound it was making was worrying me. What did? Hold on. I want to hear. I want to hear when he got the. What? What they do to it? Yeah. So it turns out it was just a piece of the plastic covering. Like all my insides of my car. So they just, I guess, screwed it back on and called it a day. (laughs) All right. What were you gonna ask him? 
Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what kind of damage are we talking yeah. here? It, it, it actually was not bad at all, but it, the sound it was making really had me worried. Hitting a shovel. I hit a, I hit a shovel, guys. Did you look at it? Did you go under and see that there was a piece I don't of plastic know. dragging I don't know. under? I don't know but a dang you, thing about cars. If you look under and see a piece of plastic dragging against oh, something. Oh, that could be the noise. <laughs> yeah, like... Now, I don't. It wasn't. I don't know that it was dragging. It was probably just flapping, dragging okay. a wagon. Because the shovel was so it was one of those square shovels, and it was face up. Why'd you hit it? Because <laughs> I couldn't avoid it. <laughs> oh, it's not like I went out driving and like, dang, where can I find a shovel today to run over also, so I don't have to do Kentucky roll man, call tomorrow? Indiana Fast and Furious much more boring <laughs> than Tokyo Drift. I he's also told us about going 160 on roadway, so maybe that's how he didn't have time to avoid it. Mm. That was not the case this time. That was, that was just a leisurely drive. It's just a coincidence. I know you don't like it when we do the show remotely because you miss us. So we do the show remotely, and then all of a sudden, hmm. Shovelgate. You all that doesn't make any sense though, because you all did the show remotely Thursday, and I was here. Yeah, but you only have so many days you can hit a shovel excuse. And you went to the well on a Friday after you tied one on, which is fine. We're we're cool with it. Well, it's it is what it is. Y'all if, just, y'all, y'all don't want to believe me. That's fine. I may just hit a shovel on Tuesday for an extra long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Justin. Wait, are we you off on mind? Monday? You, you deserve it's yes. Memorial Day. Come dude. on. <laughs> well, I, told I appreciate too that Justin is. Uh, we have moved on to like a normal calendar. Especially now that I'm not doing Saturdays uh, out of season, Justin's still like, "Oh, it's a holiday weekend." Yeah, news to me. I You're not work. working Saturdays on the website anymore. I haven't been for since spring practice. Wow, how, how long is that going to last? Till football starts back up, and then you're back on the grind. Yeah, it's pretty nice though. Enjoy it, pal. Oh, it's great. It's like a summer break. Yeah, I mean, quite literally, summer starts this weekend, and it's going to cool down. On Saturday, instead I of 91, it's going to be Saturday. like 75. I know, I know all the pool haters and losers are going to be furious, but we get another day that like the low is in the 40s. Hell yeah. Man, and, and that last night driving home, I could smell the, the city stink. You know, it, when it gets real hot. Strong, yeah. strong wind from Indiana. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just <laughs> gag worthy. Indiana does smell bad. I don't care who, who if you knows go to West. It. If you go to West Lafayette, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Zing. No, it's just something like you hit the bridge. Maybe it's just uh, that side of the Ohio River. I don't know. It's just a little stinky. Maybe it's just the Ohio River. It could be. Yeah, could be. Yeah, uh, could be. Butchertown is horrible when they're butchering, but besides that, Louisville has a nice smell. They really butcher in Butchertown? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. can smell I've it. always wondered that. If you ever smell, if you're ever on 64 or 71, right when you get off the bridge and you just smell something horrible, yep. that is them killing. Hog slaughter in time. Oh, yeah. Interesting. They'll take them, and you'll, you'll a lot of times on 65 on the bridge see, like, the hogs in their cage. It always makes me sad. But just but for then a second, because then I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go be get some getting pork chops. some sausage yeah. you know, at Waffle House or wherever I'll be going. Bacon. Mmm. <sighs> But it does make me sad, just at least for a moment. <laughs> Remember the contest? Our contest idea for Louisville City. <laughs> Did we ever share that on air? I don't. Was that just I don't a even, I'm not sure if I even remember what you're. <laughs> it was going to, to be an ode to Butcher Town. <laughs> we release a grease-up pig on the field, <laughs> and whoever could catch it will get to slaughter it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Get, get, a, get a ham and some bacon. Oh, and it all happens on the, on the pitch. <laughs> Take him to the corner. You hear the squeal. And, no, daddy, no. Oh, my dad told me this story at old uh, Cardinal Stadium. And I'm sure this is probably a contest. I feel like I've seen it at some point, too. But I guess it was I, I guess it was really popular back in, like, the 70s. And, and, again, I think I have seen it. But, like, you start at the 50-yard line and you put, like, shoes at one end. And then they'll, like, the, the you know, the, the stadium crew or whatever will mix up all the shoes and you'll have to turn your back. And then it's like a race from the 50-yard line. You have to find your shoes, put your shoes on, and get back. Kind of like Have the you ever kids. heard that or seen that? It's, it's like the kids putting the oversized clothes on. Similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. except uh, you have to find your shoes. My dad's claim to fame is one time at a UL football game, he won that. And, yeah, I don't know, he won like a little gift card or whatever. He, he got – Not as cool as punt pass kick. It'd be along the lines of that, though. Like, you put 50 people out there, a greased-up hog, everybody gets a small pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> And the game doesn't start back up till that that hog is properly you know ready yeah. for for process to, to take down the street. Exactly. That's a that is the wackiest Wednesday idea we've had in a long time, Roush. And I had forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> As a nod to Butcher Town, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna do the fifty yard hog dash. Contestants, pocket knives. <laughs> What are the little things that like butchers wear so they don't get blood everywhere? Like an apron. An apron? Yeah, yeah, but like I think it I think it has a special name for uh somebody that's carrying a meat cleaver. I don't know. Oh, by the way, uh speaking of meat cleavers, Mayor Mar Mayor Mayor of Easton Easttown? Mayor of East. Mayor of Easttown? Yeah. Good. It's a good show. Oh. People were right. Same thing, but good though. Oh yeah. Detective. Definitely same thing. Same but same it's, gimmick. It's the same but... thing we've been fed over and over again, but hey, like but a Fazoli it... breadstick, you just want another <laughs> you one. Just keep shoveling it down. This most recent episode, I think it was the second to last one that's aired, Didn't was the, uh, jaw dropping. No. Oh, is it the was the they was it only like I, a six episode season? I might yeah, I think I think I saw tweets of it like what we learned in the final episode, oh, okay. so it so might be the. I think we only have one left. Then the the most re- that would make sense because this most recent one was just like a jaw dropping episode, and I don't know how they're going to do more seasons of it. Uh, maybe this is just a one time thing, but it was pretty good. So if you're looking for a show, it is the same crime recipe, but it's a good one. There's twists and there's turns, and you're a good cop. You just the way you go about it. All right, hour two, Kentucky Roll Call. i got to talk about the dumbest thing I've literally ever seen on the internet when we return. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be back. Dumbest thing. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you spending time with us and hanging out. We want to tell you about the 2021 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card, Cherry Run, Old Capital Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake. You can play all those courses, and they are beautiful courses, under $25 a round cart included. Go to BigXSportsRadio.com 
or call 812-725-1457. Roush, let's get to a few texts. I, I still have something, one other, at least one other thing I want to get to, but uh, let's get a, a couple texts in Ooh, uh, Especially this first one from Shay. Holy effing ass, Justin. Shut your five-foot-two Hoosier dingus mouth right now. T.Y. Hilton is better than Julio? No. What? Chris Godwin? Allen Robinson? Yes. Bring back Trevor right freaking now. It was a really bad take, and you rightfully got crushed on it. I, I did, but here's here's the thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on this hill, and I actually made a list of receivers that I would take over Julio Jones for sure. You got Tyreek, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, and Hopkins. Okay, that's four already. I guaranteed with, guaranteed taking over Julio. I yeah. agree with those four. And then I think you take one out of this group, Diggs, Jefferson, or Allen Robinson. No. Metcalf, Keenan Allen, or OBJ. No. I mean, I'm, Diggs ta- I'm taking sim- Diggs OBJ? Is- how can you po- – how can you – OBJ, you- OBJ is at the bottom of my – I mean, he's going to be the last guy I'll I argue just, for but, to get over Julio. But you're still arguing for him, and your whole thing with Julio is that he gets hurt and blah, 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 but you're taking OBJ Who's as a better wide receiver than Julio Jones? At no point in his career was Odell Beckham Jr. ever a better wide receiver than Julio Jones. Ever. Correct. And Correct. certainly not and right now. they were now. both in there playing at their best at the same time. Correct. I would still take Mike Evans and Calvin Ridley over Julio. Yeah, no, no. For what it's worth. Oh, uh, I, 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 again, I think you're just having a tough time thinking about like the future, which I would almost I, agree with every single player that you've mentioned. I'm thinking about one year, I get this guy. I get this guy for one year. Yeah, I would take yeah, any yeah. of those guys over Julio. It's a really bad take. Yep. Oh, and, uh, I, and, I, and I'm saying that as your, be, I'm saying that as your friend. Won't be my last one. <laughs> oh, Shay is back. <laughs> That's what we live for, Justin. Our next bad takes. Nick, please read this and scream at Justin. Ah! AJ Brown, okay, I get it. Top 20, maybe. But Corey freaking Davis, get the hell out of here. Take out your suck it and suck it. Shay, he obliged. Man, the Corey Davis obliged. one was really, really funny. It was. Yeah. But you know what? He was doing the thing, TJ, where he started just like, yeah. he started talking and then didn't, once it came out of his mouth, he was like, oh, God. Well, and look how riled up I got people. That was the goal. Hey, you did it, buddy. Hey, you, Trevor her, was her always good Shay. at saying really dumb things and getting people riled up. So uh, keep it up. <laughs> do we coming pe- in your own? Do people still care about players and how good they are outside of fantasy value? I mean, I love my Cowboys and all, but I could care less where Julio goes as long as he provides wins in fantasy. Uh, just a little tip of the cap from your buddy TJ. It's couldn't care less. To say you could care less, the proper response back to that would be, well, how much less could you care? Where's your level of caringness, and how much less could we go? I, I admittedly, Couldn't care less would mean like I there's nothing I could care less yeah. about than where Julio Jones goes. I admittedly sometimes get those. Mixed oh, I know. Up. I, people do but all the time. I get I think, effect and effect spelled wrong. Uh, a is the verb. That it? Yeah, that's that's the go-to. A is an Not action. Sure. A is action. Okay. E is. So uh, you had. Uh, n- so would a negative effect? That that would be e. Yes. Okay. Man. Cause and effect. But you're affecting my ability to do a show. A. A. Because you're bad takes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, but look at look at uh, valedictorian right then and there. We're learning. Uh, but I I think there's people only care if it's like a big time quarterback. Uh, they'll care about where player go. Uh, where where a player goes, and I, I think it's also like you don't want him to go to your rival. You or, don't want him going to your division. Yeah, yeah. And ideally, not your conference, but certainly not your division. So, Texter, I agree with you for the most part, with the exception of like you shouldn't want Julio going to the NFC East because then he's your problem twice a year. 
Uh, I don't want him going to the NFC North. Looks like most places have him going to the AFC. Great. Perfect. I still don't get the Patriots saying. Mac Jones either. or Cam Newton. Like, why would... The Cam Newton quarterback story was so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that either. If you're the Ravens, though, and you can't get Julio, then I'm starting to say to myself, like, wide receivers just don't want to play for this dude. What do we do? Like... Oh, we got Dez. Yeah, you got Dez. I'm surprised Justin didn't say he was better than Julio, too. But I hate Dez Bryant. <laughs> He's somebody. Yeah, well, it, I hate that injuries kind of probably didn't allow him to have a proper good vibe. But yeah, yeah, because he just, it was like he was really good and then nothing. I don't know just what like you do that. if you're the Ravens. If like Julio, you know, if Julio behind the scenes isn't pushing to try to go to Baltimore, what great receivers are you going to be able to get? Don't know. Yep, don't know. Also, pin run is on the country line. For the money, it's not county bad. Line. Or county line, excuse me. On the county line, for the money, it's not bad. Same old folks been running it for years. Straight cash, homie. Bring your jorts and wife beaters because that silly golf attire is not necessary in these parts. I like straight. I, I like going to a place where it is straight cash. I've been. I've been. I've, I've had more walking around money lately. Oh. And it, but it's more like it, it kind of feels good to have some cash in my in my. Pocket. Roush Corp off to a, a nice quarter? Great quarter. Great quarter. Hey, can't trace the cash. I haven't worn just like a t-shirt and shorts playing golf in a long time, but it is pretty nice. Yeah, it is. Just, it is. But like I have I, all these golf shirts. It's like I might as well wear them. That's the same know? with me. Like, and and golf shirts are fine. Mine are comfortable wearing the shorts. I've got, I mean, everything I'm wearing, I'm going to be comfortable in, but it's just kind of a more of an attitude sometimes if you just go out there with like a jersey on or a cutoff shirt and you're just oh, like, and like you know, gym shorts. I'm I'm just I don't I'm that's how you know you don't care how you score. TJ, are you a shorts guy when you play? Weather depending. If it's cool, I love to wear pants when it's yeah, cool. I can enough, see you being a pants guy golfing. Never sure. not never heat, worn pants golfing once. That's you're not golfing enough. No. That's true. No. And also like pants finding pants that fit me. Whew. I wore pants uh, like three Hate weeks pants. ago uh, for an early tea time. And Hate pants. Did get a little too warm. I wish I had not worn pants. Them. Should have brought the Fix. old zip off. Rust. Oh yeah, those are always those are great. better for more they're, than appraising. They're called chance, but they're really <laughs> ugly looking. So if I wore them to a golf course, I no. probably wouldn't be allowed on. Whoever's telling you that they're ugly has a horrible sense of style. Ugly for golf, I should say. Beautiful for pretty much any and everything else. <laughs> Going off what John said about LeBron and taking Nick's advice, I picked up the book of LeBron and was going to start to read it. Could not read it. It was all... I don't know what that means. Second LeBron! Yeah, there you go. Uh, hey, he won last night, though. No surprise there. Thanks to AD. That WNBA player sounds like Justin's type. Maybe a little too tall, but not far off. Folks, we had another WNBA controversy. <sighs> We talked about one on the Patreon page, so you can go to patreon.com slash Kentucky Roll Call to, to see more. Another WNBA controversy? I know. They're, uh, WNBA, oh boy. It's just, uh, you can't make jokes about the WNBA. Oh, no. We will not be making jokes about the WNBA on this show. Because a radio host in Arizona is in hot water. Oh, goodness. John J. Van S., which is a great radio name. No. Yeah. He didn't, they didn't even have to give him one. He said, he tweeted out, organizers of the Tokyo Olympics are trying to figure out how to hold events with zero spectators. They're studying how the WNBA does it. Wow. A great joke. Wow. That's a, a great joke. <laughs> oh. And then somebody responded back, your sexism is showing. And oh, he, so, it's he, a re- joke. He responded back and said, nope, not everything has to be controversial. Just a simple, funny joke. And uh, it... 
It, it was just a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> WNBA don't play in empty arenas. They have fans that go to their games. Yeah. Uh, he apologized. Oh, come on. Because it, it'd, be, it'd be different if he was, like, making fun of a woman's appearance or something like that. Then it's like, okay. Yeah. But, like, no, that's just well, a good joke. It's a good old-fashioned joke. We make fun of colleges for having empty arenas all yeah. the time. We make said, fun of professional teams for having it. Why, why said, is the he WNBA He could have said that college off, baseball. Yeah. And, like, it would have been – Why is the WNBA off the limits? Cincinnati of, Reds. Why are they, why, if I was a, a fan of, the, of a WNBA team, and Louisville probably will get one sooner rather than later – I would be like, why can't we – if we don't jo- joke about the WNBA, then nobody's going to like us anyways. Like that being, you can't make jokes about us. That's just going to turn people away and make you think that you're goobers. I mean, almost all of sports fandom is just hating or joking on somebody or something. Well, and I hate that when someone makes a joke like this, there's all this pressure pushed upon them until there's an apology. And then when that apology occurs, it's like, oh, okay, everything's all good. He didn't mean it. It was – it was just a joke. Just yeah, no off. kidding. That's what I said in the first place. It, it was a freaking joke. Comes off if you make a joke about the WNBA, you're going to get a thousand swords pointed at you until you make it right and say, "Whoa, never mind, wasn't a joke." Um, and you should listen to some of the stuff we talked about on the Patreon. He said, "Let me start by apologizing." Uh, this is always a good apology, though. It always, always makes me happy. Let me start by apologizing to anyone that was offended by my earlier tweet. Oh, love it! Always to anyone that was offended. Uh, he says, "I'm really sorry. I'm human enough to admit when I'm wrong. Given the chance, I would love to turn this into a learning opportunity, not only for myself but for others as well." What are you going to go to a game and see that there's other people actually sitting there? <gasps> oh, well, ah, I was so wrong. It was a joke. It was a. It wasn't serious. Jokes are are meant for humor. It's a joke. He says that he's been a, a Mercury fan for years. They it says that they have the greatest players in Phoenix. So he'd like to have someone on the organization come on their podcast to talk about women in sports. This isn't a women in sports issue. No, it's not. It's great that we have the WNBA. It's great that people can go to it if they want to. It's great that we have women's national soccer leagues. We've come such a long way. Get with it and realize that you're not above jokes. Really, to some degree, nobody is. Yeah. Which, shout out to Racing getting their first dub over the weekend. Hell yeah. Dude, that number one goal. One, hey, they're number one in the league. That Did one you know goal that? was nasty. Yeah. Where she she gave him a little, huh, huh, ha. Louisville City got a big win, too. They're they're off to a good start with their new coach. Oh, we finally have a opening day for the stadium. Well, an opening, opening day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. June 12th, 100% capacity. They're trying to get everybody there. We've got the big X party, so we won't we won't be able to. Right, right. It, we'll be watching. Yeah. <sighs> Texter says, TJ, side pieces are important. Amen, brother. I, I, there's a couple other texts about that. What did I say about side pieces? Anybody know the context? M- maybe chicken? <laughs> I Justin? think it might have been, yeah, like the barbecue debate. Oh, the, the side yeah. pieces. I got <laughs> it. I didn't even realize that when I was saying it. Uh Texture says, I agree, TJ. Side pieces are certainly very important. Life would be a lot less interesting without my side piece. That's like me being a bottom guy. You didn't even realize it when you said it. (laughs) Oh, this is absolutely not a joke. Justin's wide receiver take is literally the worst take I've ever heard. Like, ever. Julio is easily fifth or sixth best wide receiver in the league. You know what that sounds like to me? That just sounds like I made history, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Oh, that's... The thing is that stinks too, TJs. We can't say that like, hey, you wouldn't take Julio on the Steelers because that's a good way to reverse it. Is you just I would not take Julio on the Steelers. Well, because that they just need everything but a receiver. Like Juju just. I mean, even if they needed a receiver, every guy I named I would take over Julio. 
Just how it is. But what did Julio do? Did Julio I, I don't, breach I just, a contract of yours? I've, he I saw have, him down by the schoolyard. I have just, for whatever reason, <laughs> I have never been a Julio guy. Never have. I've been, I, as a Julio fantasy football owner. Uh, oh, he's like the worst. I can hop in here. Um, I've had him on some of his most dominant seasons. His lack of touchdowns has always been somewhat frustrating, but the dude is still an awesome wide receiver. Part of the reason he doesn't get touchdowns is because of the attention he gets in the red zone because he's just huge. Like, it's like a DB is going to be able to body him or out jump him or do what? Like, you, you just got to put more attention in, uh, to him. And it worked, but back when the Falcons were rocking and rolling, they'd have other options and other ways to score. Uh, not not anymore. All right. While we're while I'm all fired up and hot and bothered, yes. Can I talk about speaking of jokes? While while comedy is on trial here, can I talk about the funniest joke that I've seen? Oh, please. I, I'm I'm glad we're in a joke telling mood today. It's <laughs> uh, just it really was. I I we I need more of it. John Rothstein sources. <laughs> multiple mid-major programs are opting out to play guaranteed games against high major programs because it gives the power conferences a free live evaluation of future players who could move up via the transfer portal. He goes on to say the level of separation has never been greater. I'm calling BS. Has to be BS. Anything else would make it the dumbest thing that's happened in college sports, which, Justin, you want to talk about making history? That's what these mid-majors would be doing. There, Nothing – I. I will guarantee it. Nothing will come out of this. If anything, we'll hear like the opposite. No, no, we weren't doing guaranteed games. We just want to find a way to make the – there's no other I, – I, I so hopefully and pray that it's true because it's so dumb. Uh, wait, so dumb. Where's the punchline? <laughs> All right. So, the, thing, so, the thing that's great so about it, this, it, TJ, is that we know ex- that Rothstein – He's a mouthpiece. He is. Yeah, yeah. Like certified. Yeah. He, he, and you know what? He's an unabashed mouthpiece, and he'll do that so he can break that Monmouth is scheduled a game with Ryder uh, this season. Like, you know, that's his style. That's what he does. So he had two or three coaches. I, I, w- I would say two or three, because if he's going to get multiple, he's at least going to say it was multiple. I'm sure one said that, you know what? We're tired of our players getting taken to the portal, so we're not going to play the big ones. And then Rothstein probably brought it up to some other coach who was like, yeah, we're not going to do that either, even though it was probably more like nobody wanted us to play. Sadly, you're right. I think the way Rothstein wanted it to come off was, watch out, high majors, because you may not have your bye games anymore. But, like, so what? I just imagine, like, the athletic director at, like, uh, Radford's like, hey, tell Louisville we ain't playing them because they took Carly Jones. We don't want them taking our next big thing. We can't let them see it. And the athletic director's like uh, telling the coach, "Well, you know they're offering they're offering two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just for a basketball game. That's going to fund our softball program. No, we're not doing it. Screw softball. Okay, you tell the softball coach <laughs> that they're they, they're out of a job. What do you? It's just not true. I wish yeah. so badly it was true, but what? Nobody's that dumb. Dollars and cents makes more sense. Won't put their games on TV, so other teams can't get evaluations of their players. It's, it's also like the most hilarious thing ever. Like, if you can't play us in person, then you won't take our players. Like, no, like no, they'll still take them. Yeah, all that's they, there are TVs, you dummies. All that's going to lead to is less tournament runs for mid majors if that happens because they're they're not getting the experience against the power five schools. They get to the tournament, and they're like, <laughs> oh, we've played all these small boys all year. Mid majors give self death penalty so teams won't steal players. 
Like that's uh, wh- you're creating your own problem. Uh, you're idiots. Yeah, yeah. Teams uh, mid major turns down half a million dollars to maybe beat high major team help recruiting, but worried that future player may. What's even the percentage of players that transfer to schools that they played against? True, it's gotta, gotta be, be low. Really low. I mean, I'm sure it happens because you're playing 30 games, 40 games a year. I mean, between that in number. Kentucky's case, it's I think it's uh, severe Wheeler will be the first, correct? Like yeah, in the yeah. Cal area, and Cal's taking quite a bit from in, Reed Indiana Travis. doesn't have a single one they played against this year. Yeah, uh, and they took a lot too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, can't like it's help but think it's not impossible that maybe Kentucky had played Julius Mays at some point during I don't, his I don't career. Think so though at Wright State, but yeah, I, don't, I don't, can't maybe not. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I just love that they think that's the problem. If they if they can't see him <laughs> yeah. play in person, then they it's can't really take an him. embarrassing tweet from Rothstein. I think yeah. it comes back on because he should have just told whatever coach has told him that that like, hey, I get that there may be a divide here, but uh, that's dumb. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to tweet it. You it's, not, just, it's not going to come out of my Twitter account. With as many sports channels as there are, you could flip on and see almost any game you want. Yes, and I mean, and like these coaches can't get tapes. Like, right, they, like you can get any kid's high school tape. Calipari, just by going on huddle. Ca- I, so I would dumb. bet that Calipari could snap his fingers and with ten minutes get every shot C.J. Frederick has ever taken sent to his iPad. Yeah, probably. Just like that. I mean, he's got the resources. He's got the crew to do it. It's the most silly thing in the world. Now, I think the bigger point that John Rothstein's trying to drive home is the level of separation has never been greater. Dude, how many people were saying, I know one radio show that was, when this transfer stuff hits, mid-majors are screwed. You should have been louder, mid-majors. Was that, I mean, you should have. You should have been louder. But, but might I ask, TJ, do you remember which NCAA tournament had more upsets than any other NCAA tournament in the history of the NCAA tournament? What, this past year? Yes. How many got to the second weekend? How many? Uh, Oral Roberts was one. Several. Yeah, I mean, I think about a handful. So, like, this whole notion, like, it's just a different way of going about things. People are resistant to change. These coaches are the Hurstborn residents of college basketball. Yes, it will hurt them, but you know what? It also helped. Eastern Kentucky had one of their best years in a long time. Their best player leaves, so what do they do? They go and get a guy from NC State and Patrick Beverly. Like they, they benefit from the transfer portal too. You just have to do it right. And uh, it's tough humbug. on mid majors. I, I, I can, I can sympathize with them that it that it's challenging. That any year that you're excited about a good player coming back, that one of the big boys may may take them. Start building a culture of you. Players feel like they can't leave, not like in you know a threatening way, but in a way of like I you know I I, I want to play for this dude, or just accept that sometimes there's better opportunities. Do you think that jobs are you know what 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 if Dugan took us off the air because he was worried that like a national station may pick us up? I mean, it'd be the most ludicrous concern in the history of concerns. But that's the same logic, right? Like, uh-huh. all right, I can't let them get out more because then they'll get taken. No, you should like you should want a program that's being successful enough that you're getting good players in. That you know what, if they do get taken, you should have confidence in yourself bringing up another player that's going to be just as good. You whiny babies. What's That's the, all this freaking? Uh, what's the headline today if that tweet if that tweet is opposite? Whereas the mid or the Power Five cut off mid majors for the same reason. Oh God! What are we talking about then? I don't know. It's, honestly, I mean, it's just like it feels like in college sports these days. Really, maybe the world. It's just like a Mad Lib. So I don't know. It, yeah, it's not just even looking all that for something to be mad at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. Let's go to another break. First, though, Roush. 
I need you to tell folks about Salsaritas. We kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier about like, you know, what this guy may be winning that I forgot to give Salsaritas well, to. See, here's the thing, TJ. He can cash in even more if he downloads the app. That's mm-hmm. what's really important. You have to download the app because they got deals, deals, deals. It's not going to be too hot outside, but it can be spicy in your mouth. You get some tacos, burritos, chips, and salsa from Salsaritas. Like I said, get that mm-hmm. app. Before you visit one of their two locations, refer a friend and they'll get free food too. They're just giving away food at Salsaritas. Download the app, visit today. I get like, probably, this probably ain't a good thing, but like, you know how your body reacts? Maybe yeah. you smell something, you have an old memory. Oh, your salivary glands. Like, I just like could feel me holding their bag of chips. They they tie, they tie it up so tight for you that you can like almost paw, you know, you carry it around like mm-hmm. a football. And just as soon as I get in the car, I just rip that thing open like a like an animal. I may I think I'm leaning towards salsaritas today. Let's go to our break. That sound good to you, Justin? Sounds great. All right, Justin's got some hot takes when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You bite your tongue. Walker and Roush. He's not a kook. He's a brave and a decent man. He's a pioneer. He lived with his mother till he was 40. She tried to poison his oatmeal. Erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll call. 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker. Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, oh, here man. on Wednesday. Big breaking news. No, so it's not big breaking news. <laughs> no, I, I mean, for our audience, no, but it's going to end up being a national story. Uh, Spygate. Remember Spygate? I do. It was a big deal. Yep. The Patriots were watching practices, filming practices. Classic. New York Jets. We've, it's just an accident. Yeah. Uh, well, the probe... Apparently, he was going to the Senate until somebody stepped in and intervened. ESPN reports the person that stepped in and intervened on the Patriots' behalf was Donald Trump. What? (laughs) Donald Trump stopped Spygate. Nice. (laughs) I haven't read the story. It's a lengthy one over on ESPN.com, but I'm sure it's got some wild, wild details. Wild details. Well, spark notice when you get done with it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's like a... Has the feel of an athletic type story. Very long. Governor Andy Bashir says there's absolutely no place or hate of acts of violence or intimidation in our Commonwealth or in our country. I condemn the threats made against Senator Rand Paul and his family. Did you see that he got sent some white substances? Yeah. I, do people just use baby powder for that? Because it turns out like it was nothing. So like, is that what they like? We'll just put some baby powder in there, and they'll think that it's anthrax or something. I don't know. Wouldn't you be scared if you just got a? Oh, I definitely would. But I'm just like I, I just don't know what why why what what people chill the hell out. That's in the news. No, I mean like why why would somebody be driven to do that? Because people are lunatics. Yeah, they need to chill the hell out. There's a lot of them. A lot of dumb people. Ooh, speaking of dumb people. Oh, this one's for you, John. The Lakers won last night. Uh, also <laughs> wow. dumb. Wow. Uh, the John, Clippers. I think you're smart. 
No, no, uh, but the Clippers, they're no, I mean, like because he hates LeBron. So I know you said dumb people. Well, hey, dumb won. people, he would call LeBron dumb. Okay. I'm sure he's got something nasty to say about LeBron. Gotcha. But the Lakers won. The Clippers lost. Dude, the Clippers stink, and I kind of, I kind of like it. Remember Same. When, remember when they were like, "Oh, we've got playoff P and Kawhi Leonard." Man, Boardman gets paid. Boardman sucks. I, I, he's the most boring <laughs> superstar out there. We wasted an entire summer on where he was going to go. He stinks. The Clippers stink, and I love that. There's just this big white guy saucing him wearing number seventy-seven. Luca looks like an offensive lineman just out there cooking the entire team. Absolutely love it. Mavericks are so unremarkable, and then the Clippers—they try to be the Lakers. But kind of, I mean, they're not the show in town. Come on. T- sit, sit down. Let the Mavs show you up. I I, I don't want the Suns to, I, you know, they're probably going to lose the series. I don't want them to. They're so likable. I hope they, they, they get them to like six or seven. Maybe Chris Paul hangs around another year. I feel like for being an old guy, he doesn't play like an old guy. You know? Yeah. And his, his game has, like, it lends itself to – a lengthy career. So keep on playing. Yeah, Paul. when you don't rely on bouncing and athleticism and dunking on people, you can go a long time. Steve Nash, obviously, uh, Chris Paul as well. Hell, Robert Ory Ron- just shooting threes. Rondo's athletic, but you know he didn't rely on that athleticism. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league forever. It's his passing. And uh, then you get people like John Wall, who are freak athletes, but that yeah, ain't always going to be there. About, yeah, especially after that injury. Yeah, so. Uh, tonight, we've got more games and Wizards 76ers at 7, but we do have Hawks-Knicks at 7.30, which uh, if it wasn't for the Kentucky guys in the series, I probably wouldn't care. Oh, but I'm and Trey going Young to. is fun to watch and all the Kentucky guys on the Knicks, so that should be another uh, insane atmosphere. Yep. Actually, a time where like you can 7.30? Yeah. Ah! I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And then the Jazz look to get on the board. Donovan Mitchell will play. I don't get, like, the Donovan Mitchell. I don't get when athletes blast their own team for being sat out. Doesn't it seem like something that should just happen in-house? Well, did you read what happened leading up to that? Well, he was expecting to play. And so he practiced the three days before, went through shoot-around the morning of, was told that he was playing, and then all of a sudden the team doctors were like, yeah, you're not playing. Yeah, I feel like I would go to those doctors and to and bring the coach in and bring the GM and, well, hell, even get the owner on the phone if you can't get him in and be like, this is a playoff game. I've been practicing. I'm playing or else you're not getting me the rest of this series. Do I mean if he, if he really wanted to play so bad? I just don't know what going to the media does. Oh, it it makes them look bad though, and and I th- I, I get it because you don't want to come off as. But why not just go to the people that you can actually like? Why don't you throw fit? It's NBA man. He took a page out of your boy Aaron Rodgers' you you, book. You, you, you do know everything how this, behind the scenes. This league goes. You do nothing behind the scenes. It's all on Twitter. It's all on social media. Well, Justin, the difference between Aaron Rodgers in this situation is Donovan Mitchell's in the thick of it. This isn't happening in September. This isn't September 11th, season, a week yeah. before the season, and then Rodgers makes. If this happened a week before the season, where Roger Rodgers showed his displeasure, oh, oh my God, can you imagine? And people would be going nuts. Which everybody's freaking out about his Kenny Mayne interview and the things he said or didn't say. Oh, I love awesome. that he's like they blast the Packers. It's like that doesn't sound like he's blasting the front office. But, I, you know, just people take things all, and run them out. The thing it. that I'll take away from the Aaron Rodgers interview, if anybody cares, and I know y'all don't, is he could have said, "I'm out of there." He could have said, "No, it, it's just I think a little too much has happened." If he says any of those things, guess what? It's over. 
Like it's it is over over. At any point he could have came out and said, "Yeah, I think our time's I think my time's done there. I look forward to where I'll I'll be next. I'd like to keep playing football and hopefully the Packers will work with me, but I I'm, I'm I played my last down there." And wouldn't that be the mature thing to do? So this whole thing has been a money and power grab for him. I I hope it works out. I I won't lose any sleep over it if it doesn't because of how it's all been handled. And similar to Donovan Mitchell. I get it. He wants to play. He should want to play. That's that's cool to see. I just don't know, like, why don't why don't you literally tell them they're playing you're playing me or or you're not playing me again? Feel like they'd be like, Okay, you're playing. You're good. Go ahead. You know, there'd be some limits on that, but if he practiced three days before Justin, you'd have to think he'd be good enough to go. And what happens? They go down and, and lose. They're in a hole now. Yep. Well, they motivated him is what happened. So, Jazz are going to kill tonight. Donovan Mitchell probably going to put up about 30. Ooh. Hit, uh, eight and bet, a half, bet, you bet think? Bet the Donnie over? Oh, I bet nine. So, yeah, I like eight and a half. I might I might see what uh, Donnie's uh, individual point total is. There you go. I may fade and, and just go Grizzly. They lose by <laughs> seven or something like that. Uh, I wanted to bring up the Knicks uh, quickly because uh, Julius Randle, NBA's most improved player. You did it, Julius. And it was it was pretty sweet uh, because his son, Cotton, or is it? I don't know. Bad with names. Just say name. But uh, he he was he surprised him with the the trophy. Aww. Like showed up with it to the practice. That's pretty cool. That is. Pretty He's cool. been like a little bit of a. He showed up on the jump. They had an interview with him, and he came in and was raising a big stink. Uh, Steph Curry's daughter, hot out. Julius Randle's son in. Oh wow, <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, he he's uh, twenty four and ten. That's going to be a fun one tonight. My roommate told me last night that Julius Randle won most improved player, and I just looked at him, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was really nobody else even close. No, I think he got 98 first-place votes. Yeah. So, uh, Texer says that Kentucky was destined to lose when they decided to wear those ugly-ass gray uniforms. Looks like something my travel baseball team would wear 15 years ago. You're telling me that's the best-looking away jersey you can find for the SEC tournament? And we have the best uniform. Like The baseball team has yeah. the best uniforms out there. Yeah, normally they'll let the pitcher pick. Uh, a lot of times they'll let the pitcher pick. Those were horrible. Those were like the jerseys where you just you know you have bad jerseys, so you're just going to try to like rock ugly jerseys. Is that you're real? Gonna, you're going to be the team with ugly jerseys. They let the pitcher pick? Yeah, uh, that's what Nick Mangione has said before. Interesting. But I, I think a lot of teams do that. The that's, gets, I never knew that. Man. Who you, was that? When, back when UK's power. rotation was Jellyman. Um, dude, Jelly was and, awesome. And uh, Lewis and uh, another one I think that began with a T, but whoever. Um, Jelly's the most memorable. Big old seven foot. Lewis lefty. was the Sunday pitcher, and he'd always wear black. So like it was every game, Kentucky on Sunday would be wearing the black jerseys. And somebody finally asked why, and he was like, "Oh yeah, pitchers get a pick." Hmm. So I, like I don't that. know. I don't know if they do that for conference games, tournament games. Maybe there's some limits to them, but I'm sure it's very restricted options. But uh, those are horrible jerseys to lose in. But hey, the Nick Mangione era has not been very good, so it may be fitting. Nick, I'm with you on Master and None. Just looked at the episodes for season three. Not one is centered around disease. What a joke after three years off. See, I mean, like, you build all this time cultivating an audience around characters and a story. So and none then you, of them are it, surrounded? And, and the thing is, the, the title, like, he's basically, he did like what the Eagles did. They had a banger, and then they went and made a cowboy album. This is his Desperado, mm-hmm. where it's just, I think they're titled... Uh, Series in love or stories in love? Well, he was unsure. Something like that. He wanted to do another season of it, so maybe this is just his like. All right, I'll do one, but it'll be so bad they won't ask me to do another. And and like me, 
the, the last episode of season two is just phenomenal television. So maybe he's just like, I don't know how I can go back to this. The thing is, I'll I'll need to. Is, so one episode's already out. Are they doing it like they weekly? Just, no, they let them all. Out. Oh, they're all. There's like five one-hour episodes, and it's like <sighs> stories in love, chapter one. Stories in love, chapter two. And so I don't know. I don't. I don't little, know. Getting a little too artsy fartsy is what you're saying. Yeah, like, that's yeah. I'll, I'll need to go I back like, and watch it. I like to an extent, like when he did the Italian episode in black and white. Like that was kind of cool. It was cool. Yeah, but like you can, you can uh, only go so hard into artsy fartsy. Too close. This to one the is sun. this one is shot too. It's not even in HD. It's in like. Oh the old gosh. aspect ratios. Oh, no. Yeah, way too artsy fartsy. Go back to BFFs, Aziz. Texture says, "Hey TJ, starting to round up Memorial Weekend plans. Would you want to come over and watch bass fishing, eat cold cuts, drink Bud Lights, listen to Hoosier Dingus's wide receiver takes while I make car analogies the whole time? Let me know so I can get the wheels turning on it. <laughs> I like Bud Light. I'm fine with Bud Light, but I'm just not going to stick my nose up to a PBR and say Bud Light's better because I do have this thing called a palate." Little funny thing about me. Oh, I was really. Everything else doesn't sound all that fun. I was pure class at the bar. I ordered a fancy beer before I just drank Bud Lights. The rest what of the fancy night. beer? It was a. Uh, it was a New England IPA wow, you or didn't New, even go, you New didn't England even, Ale. You didn't even keep it local. No, no, no. Wow, it, wow. Yeah. West Six, Great Flood. You know, City, I just. Uh, City, I think it might have been. Country, one. I think it might have been Gravely Country Boy. Country Boy. They didn't have a lot of local ones on tap either, so O'Shea's hard. hates find local that, beers. I find that hard to believe. Maybe their back bar didn't. A texter says, uh, Crowder, zero of a million. <laughs> zero to a million. Man, I want to like AD, but the fakers get so many calls. And Montrez Harrell, hard to like. AD is so good, though. I, I, I love AD, uh, but he's got his college championship and his NBA championship. I want the Lakers out. AD needs you. Out. Get Devin Booker one. How great would it be if the Suns hadn't made the playoffs and since the Bush administration and they just come in and win it all? That'd be crazy. It would be. I had 50 bones on the Lakers, minus two. Went to bed, but had to wake up when I got the notification. They went down one. Hate those bets that seemed like a lock the entire game. Then all of a sudden, I have to sweat it out at the end. Hey, that's why you play. Hey, you won though. Congrats. Who wakes up to a notification and then wakes up and watches the rest of the game? If you if you decide to go to bed with a bet yeah, on the line, that's a good point, Justin. you you stay in bed and you wake up in the morning and you're either happy starting off your day on a good note or you're mad starting off on a bad note. Don't it wake is, up in the middle. It is fun waking up and checking my app to see who won and who lost. I don't do that. It's just like a fun little mystery. I'll like scroll really slowly and see one team score and be like, "Ooh." I in the morning that. or in the middle of the night? Well, this was 5 a.m. this morning, okay. the morning, or the middle of the night. Yeah. Depends if you ask Trevor. It's true. It's definitely the middle of the night. <laughs> Texture says, I love biking Cherokee. Cool that you can drive through again. Happy for y'all. Oh. Well, I mean, sometimes I've, like, walked Cherokee, too, you know. It's not just I drive through. But biking looks like that'd be hard. A lot of hills. Yeah. Lot and there's not – I'm, I'm trying to, to think. Like, the, the last – so on the loop, when you go up to the where, where the big sledding hill or whatever it is, I feel like that last climb would be a heck of a climb. This is one thing kind of early on, and then you get some downhill. I don't even know if I know exactly what. Are you talking about Dog Hill? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know names very well. I wouldn't know how it's Have you seen a lot of dogs on this hill, per se? 
Fairmount, a little extra. But you know, they got that. Uh, I, I would say it's like one that has the pavilion up there, but there's two of those. Dog Hill is pretty crazy because it's not like a sanctioned dog park, but people just let their dogs off the leash to run the hill. And uh, most of the time, good dogs. Yeah. Boop them. Believe it or not, I took a dog there once and it uh, was not a good dog. How people train dogs. <laughs> I think Abe's a great dog, but if I like try to walk him without a leash, oh, see ya. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, Texter says, Roush dropping gold early. Minority is always the loudest sign centuries of minorities trying to be heard. See, that's it's a little bit different in when you're talking about a sports world versus, I don't know, racism. <laughs> it's, it's a little, little bit different yeah, I guess, than what I'm I talking guess the about. the context of that text was in, uh, he, he wasn't specifically talking about minorities. No, I was, <laughs> I was talking about like, People who think cows should be fired, they're very loud on Twitter versus people who just like, hey, Cal's a good coach. Let's keep – he's got this. More so in that context and less so, you know. Yeah. Hundreds and thousands of years of racism. I mean, and also kind of to the – well, to to a sports point, though, or just with anything. Like, if you hear something, it's probably because the majority is quiet on it and that – doesn't necessarily mean the majority agrees or disagrees, but that's why you hear like that's why that with the cow stuff, it was just kind of the loons that were the loudest because everybody else was just not. What are you going to say? Bad season, so silence. You know, yeah, it was just, yeah. But the people we heard were the ones that were the the rowdiest, and sometimes mm-hmm. uh, we need to listen to those folks. Sometimes you just need to kind of ignore them. Text Depen- ass. depends on the situation. You're gonna Whether be driving. Agree with it or not? <laughs> You're gonna be driving through the park this weekend. Actually, might do it today. Uh, probably not. Might My neighbors are so happy they're a little too out of shape to make it into the park without a car. Now they can drive their cars again. Snowflakes in their cars. <laughs> it's not very nice, buddy. What about people that have disabilities that can't make it? You know, you and I'm sure you're just making a hilarious, funny goof. Uh, by the way, I've been watching the. Uh, the Aerial America, I think I told you about that, right? Yeah, yeah, great show. They had a guy for Vermont. Vermont's was nice. They, they got really, mountains and stuff. They up really there. harped on. You know, Vermont literally means like Green Mountain, huh. which the Green Mountains are in Vermont. Yeah, uh, didn't didn't know. I think that. White Mountain's the tallest one, though, right? Isn't that what it's called? Uh, not sure. No. But like the Green Mountains, like a mountain range. Yes. Um, but anyways, they they kind of did a little profile on the guy who like figured out how snowflakes work. And the guys, and he was, and it was, he was in Vermont when, like, he kind of put everything together. Yeah, the and started, Eureka like, moment started, like, you know, looking under microscopes and whatnot. The guy's name was Wilson Bentley, but they said on the show, and this did not age well. His nickname was Wilson Snowflake Snowflake Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> and they even called him on the show. They were like Snowflake Bentley, and I was like, man, he must have gotten really triggered about a lot. <laughs> uh, good show though, if you're just trying to like watch a relaxing show that will uh, get you. Get you in the mood for bed. Like to fall asleep, bed sort of deal. Not not the other thing. Trust me. Texter says, you going to be uh, or my, uh, we, I don't know, I skipped those two. Shot, shot up. Who holds the bad calls more? Terry and his Florida call or Roush and his high school hashtag nerds? Hey, that was our Salsaritas winner. You watch it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 
The Florida one was just, a, you just felt like it was over after that one. And the uh, UK baseball had plenty of opportunities. They didn't have to get swept by South Carolina. They didn't have to lose the next game to Florida. They didn't have to lose yesterday, but they weren't a very good team. So when you had it right there, it stood out a little bit more. But the season's over. It was a bad one, and I will promptly forget about it and hoping that there will be changes. My buddy's a big redneck, one of these snowflakes who thinks everybody's picking on him. Not today. It's like Trumpmas Day for him. He's washing his oversized truck tires and making sure his muffler sounds great for a drive through the park. I'll make sure you accelerate really fast for all like the big smoke thing. Oh, comes yeah. Out. He's probably got one of those stacks. Is that what those are called? I think so. And that is how you do it. You just go fast and then it shoots out. Yeah. Okay. But I don't I don't know what the actual purpose of those is. My buddy almost got into a fight at the lake this weekend because of a situation like that. Mm. Do, do tell. This, this guy, uh, we were kind of in the middle of the road packing up the boat, but this guy like floored his big old truck by with the smokestack and got smoke all over my buddy. And my buddy's not one to mess around. You mess with him. He's, he's ready to fight. But old buddy just drove off. Ah. Uh. He did stop, like, when he got to the end of the parking lot, stopped and got out of his truck and, like, did, like, the arm thing. Like, what? What? And then he just got back in his truck and drove away. It was, like, real cool guy. It's like that person in volleyball for me. It's like, are we really going to fight? Because, like, are people re- – not that we were on the verge of fighting. We weren't. But, like, do you really want to fight somebody over a sand volleyball game? Same thing with Justin. Like, are you all mm-hmm. really going to get in a fight because somebody's in the road? Like, couldn't you just be like, hey, can you move over? There is nothing worth around? fighting over. Oh, speaking of volleyball, very, very little. I was told that I need to remind our listeners more often that you play on the worst volleyball team in the history of volleyball. Just I need to remind <laughs> which, folks more which often. Which one, Thursday or Friday night? <laughs> both. Because <laughs> I, I, that was my question, too. It's like, oh, which one? Uh, no, both. The Thursday one's a more competitive league. We don't win a lot in that one. Uh, or no, the Friday one's a more competitive league. We don't win in that one a lot. The Thursday one is the bottom of the barrel. We got a, we got a great win last week, though, so they can suck it. Yeah. We got a great. We won two out of three and almost got in a fight over it. <laughs> Good stuff. Ooh, Mook, he's got a summer segment for us. I'd be interested to hear from you three in the Texers. What is something minor, either in your work or personal life, that really isn't a big deal but really gets under your skin? For example, I am a sales rep. I constantly take and make calls all day from 7 to 5, and sometimes even late at night in case of an emergency. But there is a window from 4.30 to 5 p.m. that I want to hear from absolutely nobody. If I get a call, email, or text from work, I get extremely annoyed. Technically, it's still the work day, but that's more of a cool-down period. You close the laptop, maybe start packing things up, fire up a KRC podcast, and shut down for the day. Hey-o. So what about you guys? So minor annoyances that really trigger us. Well, I think I've talked about mine. Mine are just people on the road. First of all, Mook, if you don't want to work after 4.30, why don't you tell the boss make your out time 4.30? Well, I, I think some of it is like, it's like you're on the clock, but... Nobody's working. Uh, my, my old law boss would say, hey, you could drop a bomb off there at 3 p.m. on a Friday and nobody die. One of those kind of deals mm-hmm. where people just cut out early. So I get it. I completely understand where you're you're done for the day, Mook, but yet somebody's got to they got they got a news dump you. But he's not done for the day. He's still got 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah but, but he's j- done for the day. Yeah. But he's not. There, there's a difference between mentally checking out and like your body physically leaving the office. I mean, I get it too. I do the same thing when I'm bartending at night. I, I if I'm ready to go and somebody shows up 10 minutes before I'm supposed to leave, I get pretty agitated, but at the same time, you got to put yourself in check. You're still working. Anybody flirt with you at the bar last night? Nobody ever flirts with me at the bar. Actually, I did have an old lady last week that Hey. 
She was probably in her 60s. She wanted her some better, Justin. You better not hear my mom calling you somebody <laughs> in 60s and her in, an old lady. And they're, oh, or getting them confused for somebody in their 50s. Meant to say, meant to say older, if I said older. There, there you go. go. Experienced yeah, Americans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she was an American. Uh, 100%. Did you yeah. check her ID? Uh, no. Because she's so old. Correct. <laughs> older. <laughs> The texture says, you guys need to use the Kentucky Lottery app for Powerball much easier than the gas station. See, here's the thing, Texture. I don't believe like that the they're actually giving you real tickets. <laughs> I, I I just I, I can't be convinced that you can actually get a winner from that app. I've that got just trying to steal money from you. So and I, I like to have, feel the ticket in my hand. I'm old can't, school. Can't you do scratch offs on that app too? Yeah, which you, like you totally scan. defeats I, the purpose of it. I, I, no, sometimes I, think, I scan on the app. Sometimes I'll, I won't even do the scratcher. I'll just scan the back. I think you can buy scratch-offs on the Kentucky Powerball or on the Kentucky Lottery Give app. Give it a virtual scratch. Yeah, yeah that's not, not as fun. You guys need to – uh, they took our cars from the parks. <laughs> South Park, they took our jobs voice. They took our <laughs> A shovel. Okay. What's his next excuse? Oh, I hit a squirrel on the way in. Won't be able to make it, fellas. What kind of clown car do you drive? <laughs> Just imagine Justin getting out of like a tiny little, like not even like, like a miniature version of a bug. Yeah, like you a, know what's smaller, as, like a smaller smart car. You know what's funny is when we pulled our time capsules out of the ceiling when I graduated high school. My dream car was a yellow slug bug. So that's funny that you bring that up. Where'd you all, did you put the the capsules in high school? No, we did house? them in fourth grade. We put them up in the ceiling of the school. And then when we graduated, we got them all back. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was cool. That is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Anything else embarrassing? No, everything else was pretty standard. I did put, it was like, what college do you want to go to? And I was like, I want to go to Indiana College. So that worked wow, out. what an idiot. It's Indiana University. <laughs> exactly. I love when people get very triggered online about a kid who just yeah, Kentucky University. I would say though that like you probably, you probably should know the name of the school you're going to. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I people would be like, well, you know the name, they just don't know. I get it, but like even then, you should probably be familiar with Ooh. their phrase. What if they got Miami University and University of Miami mixed up, and instead of a hurricane, they've got to be a Red Hawk now? <laughs> It wouldn't be like you'd be like, I am marrying Matting Lee Brook. <laughs> what? What? Oh, uh, well, well, you know, you know, same thing, right? There's, we're calling up Mattingly now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what we're going with. Uh, Texter says, John oh, here. Oh, it's a John text. Good, great NBA morning, doll. Okay, I would say so far the playoffs have been pretty darn good, and this is just the beginning. Don't look now, but Blake Griffin is playing tough for the Nets, and he had a few monstrous dunks yesterday. He got crossed over big time, though. Okay, time for finish that. Just how good are the Mavs? Maybe knock out the Clippers good or got to go talk to you later. Yeah, the Clippers stink. Clippers say they're not worried about being down 2-0. They're definitely worried. Trevor's P- Prius would have ran over a field of shovels just to be 20 minutes late to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining a field of shovels. <laughs> And you're like hitting them, they're flying up into the air. Oh, goodness. Great text. Sorry. And then Trevor would like have the nerve to be like, Yeah, I just ran into a field of shovels. <laughs> I was late. We'd be like, What? Uh... <laughs> 
Texter says, you can make a similar joke about MLB's lack of fans at games. Some baseball fans would be whining if that happened. America. And if they did, then they should be like, yeah, you yeah. absolutely could make that and, joke and, about baseball. And then you would have succeeded in your tweet, and the, making it, people mad. And I bet that dude just probably even thought, like, maybe I will make it about the Diamondbacks. But yeah. I think the Diamondbacks are doing okay. Oh, who knows? Nobody knows, because it's baseball. (laughs) (laughs) We got him. Oh, no. hope baseball doesn't come after us. Uh, uh, Apology coming tomorrow. Kentucky roll. (laughs) (laughs) Start the show off. (laughs) Yesterday, we made fun of America's pastime, the Major League Baseball League. Major League Baseball League. The Major League Baseball. Calling to another radio show. uh, I'd like to apologize for spending two hours making fun of Italians. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we never really heard more about that, so I guess no. you're off the hook, buddy. Because <laughs> hey, there's it's still he was right. It's still cool to make fun of Italians. <laughs> Perfect bag of chips visual. I too love ripping uh, it open. Okay, alrighty. Julio is Justin's strange father. I would hope if that was the case, I'd be a little bit more athletic. <laughs> slightly, slightly have a better tan. <laughs> Justin may be the exact opposite of Julio Jones' offspring. <laughs> it's the anti-Trevor uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, I don't think you could have, yeah. Oh, but it, there's something there. You hate him for whatever reason. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Can we go with that? No, it's generous. Oh, man. As a Thunder fan, seeing the Clippers suck after we traded for their future is pretty damn hilarious. It really is. Qu- uh, Thunder made out like bandits from that trade. Yeah, but the Thunder need to like, you know, NBA a rebuild can't take that long. So Thunder next year need to get back to the playoffs, which is, really isn't saying anything because 10 teams get into the playoffs. But and, hey, they're, they're... <laughs> what the hell is that? Kawhi's left. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of scared me. Uh, you get that next one. Bring up the Knicks quickly. Congrats. You did it, Roush. Nice. Get it quickly. Zing. Like Emmanuel. Texter says, L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. Justin doesn't think Julio's worth a first-round pick. Boys, you all are bringing the flamethrower takes out this week. Now to Justin Kellerman with the take. Missed from... Oh, that would have been great yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I, I promised him I'd get it on the show today. Okay. Yeah. Well, you blew it. No, I didn't. It's on the show today. Yeah, you still blew it. What what else did we miss today? I feel like we probably missed something. Ah, uh, probably. But hey, Anything it's a great with football show. Or Actually, basketball? there was, and it's 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 a longer show topic, so we can do it tomorrow. It's a good summer radio. What? Topic. Give me a tease. Anonymous coaches are back. Oh yeah, I think we already kind of briefly touched on that. But did we? Thought so. I the Louisville care. remarks are very funny. Oh, I don't yeah, know those. They're so, very yeah, funny. We got that to look forward to. Somebody also tweeted us uh, and sent us a link to what exactly is the difference between a deck and a porch. Porch in the front, deck in the back. No, no, not, okay. We're not doing it. Everybody have a good day. (laughs) We will see you all on Thursday. Thanks for all the texts on the show. This is Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Caleb. Welcome to the club, like what up, I got a big I'm just pumped, I bought some from a thrift shop